So thankful to be with you once again on the program Watch Therefore. And this is the first program I'm recording uh, since being back from my Rwanda, Africa trip. And I'm so thankful for the prayer and financial partnership, even from many of our Watch Therefore viewers. So what we're doing is we're compiling and editing uh, footage from the trip, and I'll be giving a special missions update on the program Watch Therefore very soon. May have to do two or three programs or just releasing it over a period of time. There's so much the Lord did. It was so very exciting. And I'm so thankful to our Savior Jesus and many of you. And I think you're going to be excited as well when you see what the Lord did with us in Africa and what He did in our midst. I have a special teaching today. This will help us watch therefore and be ready for our Savior Jesus to come for us in the clouds and take us back to that place He's promised that he's been preparing for us for almost 2,000 years. Uh, of course, he, he talks about that in specific detail in John 14, 1 through 3. What we're going to do is have a word of prayer, and we're going to look at some things that the Apostle Paul said to the Philippian church in chapter 3. Oh, it's very important. And so let's pray. Oh, Holy Father in heaven, and our great God and Savior, Messiah Jesus' name, thank you. Thank you for your word. Thank you for the for putting us here for such a time as this. I pray you'd bless every viewer tremendously. We thank you again in Messiah Jesus' name. Amen. So in Philippians chapter 3, I'm just going to share with you a little bit of context that Paul is writing in here. In this context, we understand what Paul is saying, what he's talking about. And it's that there were kind of two extreme false doctrines that were polarizing. They were at one end of the spectrum to the other. One was the, the uh, antinomians. Antinomian is a, is a, a term meaning against law. And it, 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 uh, it promoted lawlessness in the body of Christ. Uh, something like this. The more you sin, the more grace you get. So why not sin as much as you like, and you'll get that much more grace. And of course, that's why Paul in Romans chapter 6 said, shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid, right? And, and so there were the antinomians, and then there were the Judaizers. And these were uh, of the belief that you are saved by grace, but kept by the law of Moses. And, and so Paul clearly writes in other places um, along with the things we're going to see today, that no, we are under the law of liberty. We're the law of, of Christ. We're under grace. Yeah, the law of the Spirit. It's a new law whereby grace is supplied by the Spirit of the living God, who is Christ in us, the hope of glory. And so having said that, he's addressing the Judaizers who would even say that, um, that, that when one comes to Christ Jesus, of course, who are Gentiles are not yet circumcised, so they need to be circumcised. And Paul addresses that in very graphic terms that we're going to see here. But there's something he's going into from there that is the meat of what I believe the Spirit of the Lord has shown me we need to hear today to watch therefore and be ready. Having said that, I'm going to start off with chapter 3, verses 1 through 7. Finally, my brethren, rejoice in the Lord, for 
me to write the same things to you is not tedious, but for you it is safe. Beware of dogs. Beware of evil workers. Beware of the mutilation, right? And 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 here he, he's talking about beware of dogs. Well, the the, the Jewish uh, the Jewish concept among some of the religious would have been that the Gentiles are Gentile dogs, right? But no, he's Paul saying here. The Gentiles who believed in Messiah Jesus, and that that demonic motivation of that false doctrine is what is the dog here, <laughs> right? And so, for we are the, the circumcision who worship God in the Spirit, rejoice in Christ Jesus, and have no confidence in the flesh, though I also might have confidence in the flesh. If anyone else thinks he may have confidence in the flesh, I more so circumcised the eighth day of the stock of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew of Hebrews, concerning the law of Pharisee. And by the way, the Benjamites were considered kind of an elite uh, tribe. Continuing on, verse 6, concerning zeal, persecuting the church, concerning their righteousness, which is in the law, blameless. But what things were gained to me, these I have counted lost for Christ. You see, there were those who were Judaizers who had credentials that they would use. And Paul says, oh, you want some Jewish credentials? I've got a few of those. And he far surpassed those who were walking around with this false, promoting this false doctrine with these Jewish credentials, right? He said, but those things, I count them as all loss for Christ. I count them as loss for Christ. What he's saying? I'll, I'll give those up in a heartbeat. I'll give those up in a heartbeat that I might gain Christ Jesus. You see, folks, we live in a Christian environment that says you don't have to give up anything. You don't have to give up anything. You can have everything. You can have everything, whether it stands and sh shakes a fist in the, in the resurrected Savior's face or not. You can just hold on to it and keep it as part of your identity. Paul says, no, no. I gladly count that as a loss for Christ. Y you can't hold on to things that are diametrically opposed to our Savior Jesus and still walk with our Savior Jesus. And to say that you can, like much of Americanized Christianity does today, is a blatant lie. Yeah, he continues, yet I indeed also count all things lost for the excellence of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and count them as rubbish, that I may gain Christ and be found in Him, not having my own righteousness, which is from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness which is from God by faith. Now, I may not get to all of this. I would love that you could spend an hour on this, what Paul just said, but boil it all down. He was moving up in one of the most elite organizations in the history of his nation, as far as Paul was concerned. The problem is, it was against the God who created the nation Israel. And uh, uh, this elite group was well known across the land as these very special, holy people who were the gatekeepers of the book and the entrance to the kingdom of heaven. The problem is, they were shaking their fist in heaven's face, the God of heaven's face, and they had turned against the book and didn't believe much of the book that they were responsible to teach Israel. 
And they were basing their righteousness on their good works, not on the sacrifice. And that sacrificial system in, in the Old Testament all pointed to the one who would come, that Lamb of God, our Savior Jesus, and pay for our sins. And the only way to be made righteous is by His righteousness. We are saved by grace through faith in the risen Savior, Messiah, Yeshua, our Lord Jesus. And their religious system that, that had been so well-respected and set up was quite anti-Christ, anti-Messiah, and even ultimately anti-Israel. And Paul recognized it for what it was because of the revelation of this resurrected Savior and said, I want nothing to do with it. I want nothing to do with it. I count it as loss. I want to gain Christ Jesus. I want to follow him. And folks, we need to understand something. That in 1 John, the Bible says the whole world lies under the sway of the wicked one. And sadly, the modern Western church is up to its ears in being in love with the world and, and worldliness and shaking its fist in the Lord's face while saying, I can still have Christ Jesus. Oh, no. Oh, no. No, no, no. No, Paul counted it all as, that word rubbish there is actually dung. It stinks. Yes? And so we can look at our lives and say, where is there rubbish in our lives that stinks that I'm trying to hold on to and still have Christ Jesus? No, no. Forsake the things of this world that are in opposition to our great risen Savior. Right? Paul continues, that I may know Him and the power of his resurrection, and even the fellowship of his sufferings, being conformed to his death, if by any means I may attain to the resurrection from the dead. Folks, get a hold of this, and don't ever forget it. Without a crucifixion, there's no resurrection. Without a crucifixion, there's no resurrection. And Paul says that I may know him. I'll, I'll give up whatever it takes, whatever stands in the way of my faith, whatever is in opposition to my great risen Savior, and his name and his kingdom, and his ways of holiness and righteousness. Whatever it is, I want none of it, that I may know him. That I may know him and the power of his resurrection. Oh, we want the power of his resurrection, but we, won't, we don't want the fellowship of his sufferings. And, but Jesus our Lord said, if anyone will be my disciple, he will deny himself, take up his what? Lazy boy chair? No, no, no. <laughs> he says he'll take up his cross, he won't be my disciple. He'll take up his cross, deny himself, and follow me. And that's what Paul's talking about here. He knows this risen Savior. He knows the program of heaven. He knows that grace by faith teaches us be a disciple of our Savior, Jesus. Deny yourself. Take up your cross. Embrace the cross he's given us to carry that we might identify with his death, burial, and resurrection. Because, folks, we're looking for a resurrection. Yes, the dead in Christ will rise first, and we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with him in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. So shall we always be with the Lord. Watch, therefore, and be ready. I want to take a moment to say thank you to those who prayerfully and financially partner with Watch Therefore Ministries. Without you, we could not do this exciting and effective and timely kingdom work. The Lord certainly has raised you up for such a time as this. And again, thank you. In Matthew 24, our great Savior Jesus 
speaks of a faithful, wise, and blessed servant who's watching for the master to come and doing what the master commanded. My aim for this television ministry and all of our ministries is to make faithful servant disciples of Messiah Jesus who will hear him say to them, well done, thy good and faithful servant. And one of the ways we walk that out is through Romans 1.16, taking the gospel and discipleship to the Jew first and then to the nations. To the Jew first with our ministry, Blessing Israeli Believers, co-founded by our ministry partner, John McTurnan and myself, we're working through our Israeli believing partners who are getting out the gospel, making disciples of Messiah Yeshua, planting believing congregations, helping to save babies from abortion, and also helping Holocaust survivors in the name of Messiah Yeshua, and much more. And then to the nations through our ministry, Poured Out for the Nations, where we're serving in African countries. I personally have served in 10 African countries and in India through one of our believing partners and also in America and through this Watch Therefore telecast all over the world. And one of the ways you can keep up with what's going on in this ministry is through our monthly Blessing Israeli Believers and Poured Out for the Nation's newsletters. I write about things that will help us to watch therefore and be ready, and also news and updates about what's going on here in Israel through our partners and in the nations. Oh, it's an exciting way also to keep up with what you can be praying for, for our prayer partners and what you're giving into for those who sow financially into this ministry. And I wanna talk about that for a moment. And as I talk about financial giving, first I wanna say, as always, if you haven't yet believed in our great savior, Jesus, Please don't send any money into this ministry. It's simply our desire that you would be our guest watching the program today and that you would receive Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. And for those who would like to lay up their treasures in heaven, who understand principles of giving and sowing into the kingdom of God, if this is a place the Lord's called you to do so, there's three primary platforms through which you can give. Our Watch Therefore television ministry, blessing Israeli believers, and poured out for the nations. And you can do so through our website, watchtherefore.tv, and also through the post, through snail mail, at our P.O. Box by check. And what a great way to lay your treasures up in heaven. Having said all these things, remember today more than ever, watch therefore and be ready. Our King and Savior Jesus is coming for us any moment. Welcome back to the program Watch Therefore. We're looking at Philippians chapter 3 and the context of it is where the Judaizers are using their Jewish credentials. <clears throat> now of course you know we're to bless Israel, we love Israel, but not everything with Jewish and Israel on it is a blessing. It can be a real counterfeit that our enemy uses against our faith in our Savior Jesus and we need discernment to know what we should bless and embrace and what we should forsake and stay away from. Amen? And so the credentials that these Judaizers were using to get into the churches and to get in front of God's people, these credentials were the very things Paul said that he forsook that he might have Messiah Jesus because those things were in direct contradiction and opposition to our Savior Jesus. And, and Paul continues, we're going to pick up in chapter 3, verse 12 of Philippians, not that I have already attained or am already perfected, but I press on that I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus also 
has laid hold of me. Uh, we ended uh, the previous segment of the program where Paul is talking about the most important thing is that I know Jesus the Lord. Yes, and the power of his resurrection, even the fellowship of his sufferings, being identified with the authentic life and times and ministry, the person of our Savior, Jesus. Yeah, and, and, and Paul says, I haven't arrived. I haven't already attained. I'm not already perfected, but I press on. And, and, and so um, we want to press on, folks. We uh, have so much opposition, especially in this generation. That's why this teaching is so important for us. And, and, and the flesh, our sin nature, that thankfully now is crucified in Christ and we can choose to not walk by it by the Spirit, the law of the Spirit, the Spirit of Messiah Jesus in us. Yes, the, the flesh and the world that often energized by demonic forces and the devil say everything they can to us. They, they scream to us, don't press on. It's not worth it. Yeah, but we press on. Why? That we may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has laid hold of us. One of the obstacles, the distractions that keeps us from pressing on is this, the understanding of why would I press on? Why? Because the Lord has called you with an identity and a purpose. And there's a reason you're here. And there are things you're to be and accomplish. And that's what Paul's talking about here. That I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. He says, brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended. But one thing I do forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead. Yeah? And, and, and so I'm not there yet. I haven't arrived. I'm looking for that Savior to come for me, to take me to that place. Then I will have arrived. Amen? Until then, what do I do? Forget those things which are behind. You know, there's an old saying, there's a reason windshields are big and rearview mirrors are small. Think about it for a second, right? And what, what the devil will do, what the demonic forces assigned to us will do, is get us always thinking back. I can't tell you how many times a day I'm reminded of things, stupid things, foolish things, sinful things I did 10, 20, 30, 40 years ago. You know? And, and, and here's the thing. If you, if you don't stand in opposition to that, if you don't stand against that in the gospel of our Savior and in the armor of God, the enemy will get you so twisted up in how um, foolish and sinful and wrong and things you've done in the past that you won't be able to go forward. No, when those things come up, you just have to say, oh, thank you. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that you delivered me from that. Thank you that I repented of that. Thank you I'm not walking in that anymore. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for the blood, the innocent shed blood of my Savior who's delivered me from those things. I can go forward now. Hallelujah. Don't give ear to the enemy's attacks about what you used to be, right? Think of who you are now in Messiah Jesus, and hallelujah, press on, go forward. There's things that are ahead the Lord has for us. Listen, there's, I, I could do a whole program on this. There's so many times, there's so many things that I'm reminded of 
and, and, and how difficult it was to go forward from those things. But those things are from another season gone by. Hallelujah. And I don't have to walk in those things now. And, and there's things that were difficult for me now that aren't difficult for me, that were difficult for me then, excuse me, that don't have to be difficult for me now. Why? The Lord's given me victory over those things. Walk in it. Go forward. Don't look back. Oh, hallelujah. There's a word for someone today. He says, reaching forward to those things which are ahead, I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. You know, there's that old saying, it, it really is true and profound and applicable. If you aim at nothing, guess what? You're sure to hit it. If you aim at nothing, you're sure to hit it. What's the goal of your life? Here's the goal of my life, the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. What is the prize? Onward and upward, onward and upward until I see him in the clouds. Hallelujah and hallelujah. The goal is standing before Messiah Jesus, having accomplished all he's called me to do until I see him. The upward call of God. The things he has for me to be and do until I see him. And then the reward when we stand at the judgment seat of Christ and he puts crowns on our heads. Oh, hallelujah. When? All the signs show us. In this generation, oh, press on, dear brother, dear sister in Christ Jesus. We'll be seeing him soon. We'll be wearing crowns very soon. Listen to what the word of God says and let it work effectively in you today. Therefore, let us, as many as are mature, have the same mind. And if, and if in anything you think otherwise, God will reveal even this to you. Nevertheless, to the degree that we have already attained, let us walk by the same rule. Let us be of the same mind. Listen, he says, he says, wherever you are with your walking Messiah Jesus, seek to mature, grow in grace. Yes, and, and, and have this same mind. Believe these things. And if, if you're off in your thinking as it pertains to these things or anything else, the Spirit of the living God will show you. He loves you. He, he wants to show you the difference between the wheat and the chaff, the right and the wrong, the light and the darkness, the holy and the unholy. And he, He's going to teach us to walk in those things that are right and that pertain to Him according to the things you've heard today. Hallelujah. Yeah. He'll, he said He'll reveal this to you. He'll reveal these things to you. He says, to the degree that we've already attained, wherever you are in your walk with our Savior Jesus now, let us walk by the same rule. What's this mean? Don't walk alone. Don't walk alone. We are called out uh, to be saved, to be born again, to repent of our sins and receive Jesus as our Savior in, as individuals, but we're called into community that we walk with other like-minded disciples of Messiah Jesus together, right? One of the ways I know how to choose relationships, because let's face it, there's a lot of of um, opportunities for relationships and things and people to be involved with in different areas of our walk and lives, right? Well, the way I, de I determine is this relationship that I have as a friend, as, a, as a, someone in church, as a ministry partner, whatever it is, right? And there's certainly other relationships. Those are just examples. What do I just, what do, how do I come down on that? Well, are we like-minded? Can we be like-minded about the truth of the Word of God and the God of the Word, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, our Savior Jesus, yes, and who brings us into fellowship with our Father in heaven and, and, um, and brings to us the filling, the life of the Holy Spirit, right? Can we be like-minded about these things Paul has spoken of today? 
and, and, and in general, the things of the Word of God. And let's walk together. Let's walk in the light as he is in the light, as John speaks about in his first epistle, chapter 1, right? Maybe where you need to start today to really forget those things that are behind and to go forward, you need to get saved. Maybe you've never been saved. Maybe you've never been forgiven for your sins. Maybe you've never really repented. What's that mean? That I, I've come to an understanding in my mind of how terrible my sin is, and, and, I, and, and I need to turn from it. And in your heart, you begin to do that, you be, and, and, and there's practical things that will follow. No, this needs to get, I need to get this out of my life, that out of my life. What? It's sin. Yeah, I need to turn from that. And I need to believe that Jesus the Lord died on the cross for my sins to pay for those things that I've thought, said, and done that are against him and others. And, 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 and I can receive him as my Savior and Lord. And whoever should call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And he'll send his Holy Spirit to live in me and give me a new heart, a new mind, and a new life that I can walk with other believers in Messiah Jesus. Onward and upward, from faith to faith, from strength to strength, from glory to glory, Christ in you, the hope of glory. And we're caught up in the clouds and given glorified bodies, full redemption. Someone say hallelujah today. If the Spirit of God shows you, yes, you're still in your sin, you need to be saved. Will you receive Him as your Lord? Let's pray that He does just that, if you need to be saved. Oh, Father in heaven, in our Savior Jesus' name, please send your Holy Spirit to do your saving work, to show someone today they need to repent and receive you as Lord Jesus, believing you died on the cross for their sins and rose again. Amen and amen. And if the Spirit of the living God is showing you now, I need to get right with God. I need to repent of my sins. I need to be saved. Cry, call upon his name now. Why? Because whoever shall call upon the name of the Lord might be saved if everything goes okay. No! Whoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And if you're doing that, there's information at the bottom of your screen there. Yeah? Contact us. We want to send you some literature to help you begin your new life in Messiah Jesus. We have this wonderful brochure called How to Begin My New Life in Christ. Oh, we'd love to send that to you. Please get in touch with us as soon as possible. For everyone watching, I pray this program has made an impact on you. And why should it? Because it says in 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 13, that those Thessalonian disciples, these new believers, they receive the Word of God as it is the Word of God. And it effectively works in them and you and me. His Word works. It will do its work. Yeah? Oh, hallelujah. So good to be with you today. Remember to do something very important every day. Now, more than ever, watch Therefore and be ready. Thank you for watching the program today. Watch Therefore is sponsored by the friends and partners of Watch Therefore Ministries. In future programs, we'll have many more Watch Therefore teachings from the Bible, worship, and exciting interviews with our believing partners in Israel and around the world. Please contact us at doveforisrael at gmail.com. That's D-O-V-F-O-R-I-S-R-A-E-L at gmail.com. And if you would like to subscribe to our newsletter, you can fill out a contact form on the website watchtherefore.tv. We also have audio programs available on our website watchtherefore.tv. We are on social media since it is a great tool to share the gospel and communicate with one another. You can also find us there at Watch Therefore TV. Until next time, we're watching for King Jesus to return. Watch Therefore and be ready.
slain, he'll come again Our conquering king on that day His sword will go forth to take back and re 